Welcome to Grafted. I'm Sam. And I'm Tom. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode, we're going to talk about what is the new covenant. So we're going to talk about covenant, testament, Old Testament prophecy, and the amazing promises of the new covenant. It's going to be good news. Today, we're going to talk about the new covenant. So what is the new covenant? What's a covenant? Is it a testament? It's a good question. What's a testament? Well, there's uh, some conversation about that. It's uh, maybe a passage of scripture. Where? Give me an example, Sam, of where testament is in the Bible. Uh, well, I can think of two places, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, no scriptural references, mm-hmm. um, but page one and somewhere between Malachi and Matthew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Old Testament, New Testament. Mm-hmm. That's right. So there's something really strange that although the Bible is divided into these two massive sections called (laughs) Testaments, you have a hard time finding Testament in the Bible. So what's going on there? That's a really good question. So what in the world is a Testament? Yeah, you actually can't find the concept of Testament Hmm. in Scripture. So That's a problem. It's a problem. So there's something... Uh, that's happening here that we need to take a look at because yeah. testament really comes from what, Sam? Great question. It, it, I don't know that I know the answer. It's, how's your Latin? Uh, it's poor. <laughs> it's poor. Yeah. <laughs> so what's interesting that testament is actually, this is a, a funny quote from Dan Gruber, it's mm. a English transliteration of a Latin mistranslation of a Greek quotation of a Hebrew word. Wow. Wow. That's like compounding interest. It it is. So so you have testament, then you have testamentum in Latin. Bless you. uh Which is a mistranslation of diatheke from Greek. Again, bless you. Which is... You should know some biblical languages. You're a learned man. (laughs) So from the the Greek is from the Hebrew breed. And now finally we arrive at the word covenant. Mm. So testament is supposed to be communicating the concept of covenant. Well, that's a big problem then, because if you don't know what the word testament means or that it's even related to covenant, then you have no context. Right. Right. Okay, so then what's a basic definition of what a covenant is? So covenant is an instrument of relationship. Mm. So this is actually a scholarly definition. I could give you a much longer version, but just simply put, it's an instrument of relationship. Wow. So covenant is a, a mechanism that God mm. uses to show us his love and his faithfulness. Right. So everybody uh, should want to be in a relationship with God mm-hmm. if they know him. And they don't realize oftentimes that it's a covenantal relationship. Wow. So now if you think about it in those terms and you think back to these two big sections of the Bible, you can see that it's all about covenantal relationship with God. Yeah. So what you're saying too then is that covenant is a foundational concept. 
right. Scripture. Yeah, it's so foundational. It, it should be. We should be experts on covenant. Anyone who wow. loves Yeshua as a follower of Yeshua, we should all be experts on covenant. Yeah. Which they're trying to communicate that with the two big sections of the Bible, but it's been lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, covenant is this instrument of relationship, and it's really this foundation of a biblical worldview. Yeah. The New Covenant itself is fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. And I think this is important because when Yeshua himself ratifies the New Covenant, he didn't just pull something out of thin air. Like this is something that was prophesied about for centuries beforehand. And in fact, itself, it's it's called the prophetic covenant. Right. Yeah, because you see the New Covenant in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Malachi, Hosea, I mean, it's all over the prophetic scriptures. And so it's really significant uh, that we know that, like you said, it's this continuity of scripture. And all of a sudden, Yeshua shows up in this fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. Let's let's get into one of these. So let's let's go to Isaiah 42. So we're going to read Isaiah 42, verses 6 through 7. It says this, I, Adonai, called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations, by opening blind eyes, bringing prisoners out of the dungeon and those sitting in darkness out of the prison house. This is great. Yeshua here, you see, he's actually being given as the new covenant. Mm -hmm. So you have this connection between Yeshua and the new covenant. And he's bringing what? He's bringing... Uh, covenant to Israel first, right. to the Jewish people first, the Jew first, and then also the nations, mm-hmm. right? A light for the nations. And so he's bringing light to Israel, the nations, or he's bringing them out of darkness. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's important too, because even as Paul says in Romans, that the gospel is for salvation for the Jew first and also to the Gentile. So it's right there. It's prophesied right there. Right. And then, of course, what do you see in the Gospels that Yeshua does? He opens blind eyes. Yeah. He sets those captives free, mm-hmm. brings prisoners out of the dungeon. Like this is all pointing to what Yeshua ends up doing in his life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's also pointing to what he started and what his bride is continuing to do right. as well. So now let's go to Jeremiah 31 because mm-hmm. Jeremiah 31 is the main text of the New Covenant. Like I said, there's a lot of different passages but this one's really clear and it really lays out the new covenant for us. So this is also uh, the text of the Passover or mm-hmm. the Last Supper when Yeshua is talking about his blood that yeah. ratifies the new covenant. He's referring to Jeremiah 31. Yeah. So let's look at this. But first, we're going to have a pop quiz. Pop quiz time. All right. So Sam, mm-hmm. what is the longest quoted Old Testament passage in the New Testament? Do and I we're th- saying testament. Yeah. Do know? I have to buzz in? Um, let's see. You're the only one here. Okay, great. <laughs> so go ahead. All right. It's Jeremiah 31. It is. And where is it in, in the New Testament? It's in Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Hebrews what? Six. Hebrews eight. Darn. I was close. So Hebrews 8, really Hebrews 7 through 10 is all about the new covenant. But Hebrews 8 has this really long quote straight from Jeremiah 31. Mm -hmm. And it's actually saying exactly what we're going to read here 
So I'm in Jeremiah 31, verse 31. And it says, Behold, days are coming. It is a declaration of Adonai, of the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Now, first of all, this you're seeing that this is this prophetic mm-hmm. future reality, right? It hasn't happened yet. Days are coming. Right. So we know this is prophetic uh, uh, significance here. Jump to verse 33. It says... Uh, But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. It is the declaration of Adonai. I will put my Torah within them or my instruction within them. Yes, I will write it on their heart. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will each teach his neighbor or each his brother saying, No, Adonai, for they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest. It is a declaration of Adonai, for I will forgive their iniquity their sin I will remember no more. Mm-hmm. So here we have this forgiveness of sins. Yeah. And again, this goes back to what? The Last Supper. This goes back to Yeshua and this communion uh, yeah. scene, right? Where he says that his blood is for the remission of sin. Yeah, that's the promise of this new covenant is that we get to have forgiveness from sin so that we can come into relationship with him. So oftentimes in the New Testament, you'll see that the the whole context isn't quoted. Right. You'll just get a little snippet. Mm -hmm. But like I said in Hebrews, actually the whole thing is is quoted. But in Matthew 26 and Luke 22, Mm -hmm. Yeshua is just giving us this, this little section uh, of the New Covenant text. Yeah. And just one more real quick. Mm-hmm. It is Malachi 3. I really love verse 1. It mm-hmm. says that Yeshua is the messenger of the covenant. Mm. Which I like this because, you know, in Hebrews it talks about how Yeshua is the, the great high priest. Right. But then he's also the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. He's also the messenger. Yeah. Like, Yeshua is everything. Right, right. And it's hard to, like... Uh, communicate what it all is. So he, he's the totality of all of the context uh, in the Old Testament, essentially, right? Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I think it's Mike Bigel that puts it this way, but he calls Yeshua that he's, he's the prophet, the priest, and the king. Right. It's this totality, like you said, right. of he is the all in all. He does it all. He mm-hmm. is it all. Right. So the new covenant itself is a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. The New Covenant is foundational to a biblical worldview, and in the New Covenant, it's full of amazing promises. Now, the the context for the New Covenant is Jeremiah 31, or one of the contexts. And within Jeremiah 31, there are four amazing promises, at least four, but we want to kind of talk about four. But we also want to talk about the the historical context of of Jeremiah 31. Right. So in Jeremiah 31, you... You actually have the destruction of Solomon's temple. So the Jewish people have been wicked and and, and really very pagan and evil mm-hmm. and they're sinning. And this is when God brings the Babylonians in and the, the southern kingdom of Judah is completely destroyed. Yeah. And and remember, 150 years before this, the northern kingdom uh, had already been destroyed by the Assyrians. So this, this is a, a, maybe the height wow. of Israel's unfaithfulness, okay? Mm. And that's when God promises mm. 
the new covenant. Mm -hmm. This is when he says, I'm going to make a covenant with the household of Israel and the household of Judah in the height of their unfaithfulness. This is so good, and this is good news for us, right? (laughs) Right, right. That even though we're unfaithful, he's faithful. So let's look at what the text says. I mean, Jeremiah 31, verse 33, it says, But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, is a declaration of Adonai. I will put my Torah, my instruction within them. Yes, I will write it on their heart. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will each teach his neighbor or each his brother, saying, No, Adonai, for they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. It is a declaration of Adonai, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Some really good things in here. We want to just break down the four main ones here. So the first one is that he's written his instructions, Mm -hmm. his Torah on our heart. Right. And this one's really awesome because we need his guidance. Absolutely. This is that no longer are they just tablets of stone, right? Mm. But now they've been written upon our heart. Mm Mm-hmm. And Ezekiel 36, which is another passage about the new covenant, it's talking about how he gives us a new heart. So, I mean, this is also a heart transplant, right? Wow, yeah. He's taking out the heart of stone. He gives us this heart of flesh. Mm -hmm. uh, And that allows us to what? Like, to be obedient. Right. To be convicted of sin. Like, this is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that he's guiding us into all truth, right? Yeah. And that's that's the key right there is that the Holy Spirit actually comes and you know dwells within us and it's mm-hmm. it's not just this you know ability to feel good or right. even to be comforted although that is a benefit of the Holy Spirit being mm-hmm. with us but it's actually this ability to mm-hmm. like you said obey and walk in righteousness to be obedient to his Torah to mm-hmm. be obedient to his law. It's a it's a big deal. Right. Yeah, in fact the the Holy Spirit this is the sign of the new covenant. Yeah, that's good. So the fact that you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, in this new heart, mm-hmm. this is just what it means to be in covenant relationship with God. So this is good news. Really right? good news. So the second one here is that he promises to forgive our iniquity and our sin. Mm-hmm. Pretty foundational. Another really big one, Yeah. right? <laughs> So if anyone out there has sinned, mm-hmm. right, then mm-hmm. this one's relevant for you. Okay? Just me? Just... So it's, <laughs> hey, this is all about what? The cross, yeah. right? I mean, this is what the Yeshua, what he did for us, mm-hmm. that he died for our sins. Right. And this is the passage that directly talks about that his blood was shed for the removal of our sin. Right. It's the, it's the opportunity for forgiveness. Like, we all need that. All we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, like Paul says in Romans. But we all get access to him through the forgiveness right. of sins because that's what separates us. Right. Sin separates us from God. Right. And that's what the world doesn't have right. is this forgiveness, right? They, mm. they are thinking of the Facebook and Twitter justice and people. It's like, it's not like, yeah. oh, I made a mistake. I'm so sorry. It's like, no, it's the cancel culture. It's like, right. sorry, you get canceled. And there's there's not an opportunity no. for forgiveness and restoration. And that's not the way of Messiah. That's right. not the way of the Lord. Is the, the way of the Lord is forgiveness and bearing with one another right. and forgiving one another. And ultimately, it's connection with God. Right. 
So the new covenant's good news. Very good to say news. The least, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So number three here promises it says that he will be our God and we will be his people. Yeah. And I really love this one because it's very directly saying covenant relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's actually identifying himself as our God and we are his people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It makes me think, even just meditating on this, it makes me think of identity. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all calling out or even in our culture, there's there's people that they, they want to be something. Mm-hmm. Or they want to identify themselves with something. There's this calling of deep emotion for identity. Mm-hmm. And when we come into communion with God, when we come into right relationship with God, we're actually uh, the, finding the fullness mm-hmm. of our identity. Mm-hmm. And because we're coming into his family and we are okay. his people and he is our God. And so it's, it's this fulfillment of this need for identity in our lives. Yeah, we're children of God. Yeah, right? yeah. We get born again into this family. His name is written on mm, you. Like, right. come on. And on your heart. This is so good. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we could keep talking for a long time about these <laughs> promises. Last one here is uh, this future promise mm-hmm. of the return of Yeshua. Yeah. And it's not, it's not you're like, what are you talking about? It's, it's not the, the surface. So let's dig a little bit deeper. In verse 34, it says this, it says, No longer will each teach his neighbor or each his brother, saying, No, Adonai, for they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest. Mm-hmm. So has that happened yet? No. I, I mean, not some of the neighbors that we have. Right. Right? So this hasn't happened. So there's actually something mm. in the new covenant mm. that hasn't happened yet. Right. So this is pointing to the the now and the not yet. So so forgiveness is available now. This new heart mm-hmm. uh, writing his instruction on us is all available now. But it's yet that all have known him. That, that you know it right. says that the knowledge of God will cover the earth as the water covers the sea. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened hasn't yet. Happened yet. Yeah. So, so it's this it's this prophesied covenant, and there's prophecy within the covenant too, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. A lot of it's, it's the prophetic covenant, right? Right. Right. And so, what do we have? We have the Lamb mm-hmm. who dies for the forgiveness of sin, but right. then you have the Lion of the tribe of Judah, yeah. also mm-hmm. who's coming back again. Yeah. So it's all understandably within the text of the new covenant, which is amazing. And a really important promise Mm -hmm. that he's coming back again. Right, right. Because it points to, you know, we're not children without a father. You know, we're in the family and we actually get to be sought after. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So he's he's pursued us. He's died for us Mm -hmm. and he's preparing his bride. But then he actually is still coming for his bride. Exactly. That's that's really, really amazing. Right, because we haven't reached the consummation, right? So we are uh, engaged, right? We're betrothed (laughs) to the Lord. And then when he returns, Mm -hmm. it's the what? It's the wedding banquet of the lamb right so we long for that and it's prophesied here in the new covenant text Mm -hmm. so i want to end with one more last thought sam and that is what does god get from having a covenant with us yeah because he doesn't get salvation (laughs) already has it he (laughs) He is is, yeshua's name means salvation Yeah. yeah 
He doesn't get the forgiveness of sins. Doesn't have any sin. Doesn't have any sin, <laughs> right? So what does God get out of a covenant? Yeah, God gets relationship. Mm. Yeah. He gets relationship. That, yeah. That's all he wants. He just wants relationship. We, mm. we get all these amazing gifts and we get relationship. And all he wants is a family. He wants this relationship. He wants to be our God. Yeah. And he wants us to be his people. Amen. Hey everyone, thank you so much for watching this episode of Grafted. Please leave your comments below. We'd love to interact with you if you have any questions or comments. Uh, and then click that subscribe button, click that like button, because we want you to see more content about God, the Bible, and why Israel matters. Remember, Jerusalem is a nonprofit that creates messianic media. So if you want to see more content, you can partner with us at our website. Thanks for watching. Have a great. We're going to talk about covenant. Testament, Old Testament prophecy, and the amazing 